And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran, the Parlay <laughs> Pounder. You know it. You know it. We're back. We're back. Oh, boy. And I mean, we'll get into it uh, with some hits and misses, but man. Did we have some hits last week? <laughs> I don't know if you guys listened, but the parlay <laughs> last week, it smacked that UFC. We know our UFC Ooh. on this show. We know it. How about Shane? All good, man. All good, Ooh, man. What, what a great guest to put on. Kind of put me on the right track. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we hit that parlay. That's really nice. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more UFC coming For online sure. here. And definitely 286, 287. We're going to have to get back him back in the studio. No doubt. No doubt. Great guest. Shane, if you're out there, we're going we're gonna to track you down. <laughs> we, we, we want more Shane. We got your number. The, the folks have spoken. They have. All right, well, we're going to start with some weekend NBA, some primetime yeah. matchups. Really fun one here. Might be a preview of the finals. For sure. Bucks versus Warriors, 7.30 tip-off Saturday night on ABC. This is going to be a fun game. Yeah, like you said, Andy, this could be, and that's, you know, quote-unquote could be. Right, right. Uh, the Bucks are sitting at the top of the East like they should be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just two games ahead of the Boston Celtics there mm-hmm. with the Warriors in fifth in the West. You, everybody knows the West is kind of a right. jumbled-up mess right now yeah, just yeah. because everybody's so thin there. Everybody's, yeah. you know, everybody has a shot in the West. So I wouldn't, you know— you know, Bach at the Warriors coming out of it, just if they're healthy at the same time. Uh, and that's what you're going to have to look at, Andy, when going into this game, mm-hmm. is Giannis healthy? Because he's been day-to-day. Draymond <sighs> Green's been day-to-day. Andrew Wiggins has been day-to-day. So that's the, with these weekend matchups, yeah. they usually, that's you know, they skip the middle of the week so right. they can play these primetime matchups on TV. That's kind of the way the NBA steers them towards. Yeah. So uh, if I had to guess, all of them will suit up for this one. I, I love how Clay Thompson's bounced back. Yeah, he looks like old Clay Thompson right now, averaging leading the team. Yeah, and and uh, twenty two points average per game. Looney's averaging nine, ten rebounds per game. So it's just kind of a weird deal where uh, the Warriors throughout the years have built depth yeah. throughout their drafting and bringing players on through trades. They've just done it. It feels like the right way. No, agreed. And I really, I, I like their squad, but Milwaukee, they're the beast out of the East. <laughs> yeah. And uh, aren't they coming off a championship here? The beast in the East, and they Ooh. got the freak. Yeah, and they got the freak. <laughs> so it should be a really fun matchup. If you had to, like, Get your crystal ball out yeah. and go one way or the other as far as just a, a money line type of deal. What are you looking at? Well, definitely I'm always probably going to side with Giannis on a, on a matchup like this, especially no. if the Warriors don't have Draymond Green. That's, That's the true. key factor to this one. Yeah. Do they have that inside presence, that, that mm-hmm. you know, kind of nag kind of guy that will get under the skin of the Bucks and kind of push them towards victory. Uh, yeah. I've said this a many other times. I don't know if Draymond Green is in the league if he doesn't play for the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> He's just a, such a good piece for them. Yeah. He knows how to play. Yep. Steve Kerr knows where to put him at. And yep. and like you said with Clay Thompson, you gotta you got to give it up to him just because mm-hmm. – He's been doing this with Steph and Draymond out just because he has to. Right. And uh, for him to come off that injury and kind of carry this team. Divincenco uh, or what? Divincenzo, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's great. No, but both these teams are looking really good right now. Both four out of their five last games are wins. Uh, yo, I, I like the Bucks, Even though they're coming on the road, I always got to take the freak. 
Yeah, and uh, that's usually a pretty good deal, even even on the road, even going all the way yeah. across. And I, I would think, and, and we're seeing this with books, uh, they are waiting till last minute, last second yeah. to put out any line, especially if there's a question like Draymond, because yeah. that's a huge, huge swing. No doubt about Without it. Without him out there, mm-hmm. I don't know if they can get too many. You know, I know Looney's uh, leading him in rebounds, but Draymond's the one that, that kind of stirs the drink, and he'll go get a tough board. For you exactly, uh, down and, the and it's getting a a body on Giannis. Giannis is yeah. averaging 12, 12 rebounds a game plus the thirty two points, so he's a freak for a reason. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another West Coast fun matchup yeah. here: the surprising Sacramento Kings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take, yeah. Taking on the Suns. That also is a Saturday night eight o'clock matchup, eight o'clock tip on NBA TV. So just you know what what's another subscription? Just yeah, buy another. Just subscription. buy it. You just know, buy come it. on. No, like you said, Andy, this <laughs> is really this is a really fun matchup because these guys are sitting three and four in the Western Conference with the Kings in third position, the Suns in the fourth position. One two in the Pacific standings. Exactly one two in the Pacific, Andy, um, and both these teams. Four of the last five have been wins, and it's really been fun to watch Kevin Durant kind of take the yeah. reins of this Suns yeah. team. Uh, just had a real nail-biter against the Dallas Mavericks going against his old teammate, Kyrie Irving, that he came out ahead on. How about De'Aaron Fox? Did yeah. anyone see this coming out of him? He's averaging 26 points <clears throat> a game right now for the Sacramento. Nobody knows about him because he's out in Sacramento. Yeah, I mean— I mean, obviously, people know about you know him coming from Kentucky and you know the sure. blue blood and all that kind yep. of stuff. But no, this guy has got progressively better over the last three yes. years, Andy. Just all around game, and then when you plug pieces in like Sabonis, that is just a complete player. That's what uh, I was going to say. Sabonis, wa- a walking triple yep. double. I call him Mini Joker just because he's <laughs> he's he's that good a player, and he's just a very centerpiece of this actual. Sacramento Kings team. He is a mini joker. Yeah. I mean, he's a white guy. Yep. And he leads the team in assists, seven. And uh, rebounds. Field, <laughs> field goal percentage, 61.5. Exactly. What, what is this guy doing? He, he's just really, really good. And then <laughs> yeah, I, we can't talk about the Sacramento Kings without bringing up my guy, White Mamba, Kevin Herter, the three-point <laughs> driller from Maryland Terrapins. Three-point driller. I love that guy so much. But uh, if, I had to, <laughs> if I had to lean on this one, Andy... It's got to be towards KD, Chris yeah. Paul, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton. They got too many weapons. Wow! And just saying that out loud now that now they have KD, but they yeah. already had three studs. They already they, had the big three. Right now they bring it's it's exactly like the mm-hmm. Warriors. They yeah. already had the big three, and yeah. then you put Kevin Durant, probably the second best player in the universe. On the yeah. team, so um, he knows how to pick them, old he, KD. He knows how to pick them, <laughs> and just. The, the reason I think that they're going to win this game against a really good Sacramento team is the Suns are still feeling each other out, mm-hmm. and they still got to find that mesh. So they're they're not taking any games off. They're playing right. hard. They're playing hard, and uh, they're going to show it again uh, Saturday night. They are running offensive sets over and over that they're they're looking to use down the stretch no throughout doubt. the playoffs. No so doubt. yeah, and uh, much like the previous game. Watch that injury report because De'Aaron Fox, right now, he's day-to-day. For sure. That's the latest uh, team injury news I've gotten. He's so. usually one of those Ironmen that does suit up every game. So yeah. he, he's usually just on there just as precautionary, but he is a very good player. But, yeah, watch that day-to-day injury report just just for that sake. All right. Well, let's stay out west, sucker. Yeah. Talk about the Nets taking on the Nuggets. Yeah. Number one overall seed in the Western Conference. It's not even close. No. They are so far out in front right now in the Western Conference are the Nuggets, uh, but that's just who they are. They don't take games off. Nope. Jokic 
Even if he's hurt, he's still going to play. He's still going to play. He's still going to put a triple double up. <laughs> yeah, he he's is. still going to pat Stad. They yeah. say, "Oh my <laughs> what god, what an idiot!" That's so bad. Who was that Any- moron? That Kendrick said that- Perkins. Oh, yeah. Anybody that says Nikola Jokic is pat statting or trying to, you know, win another MVP, they have never watched him actually play the game. This guy does yeah. not care about stats, about points, about assists, about rebounds. All he cares about yeah. is winning the championship. Now, he did catch a lot of blowback, especially he's on ESPN, so a lot of For guys sure. on Fox are like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Even J.J. Uh, uh, Redick yeah. on the same show is like, dude, have you ever watched him? Do you he, see what the, how he's doing this? <laughs> exactly. Like, and uh, that's not even the worst. Uh, just the other day, or it might have been yesterday, uh, he was talking about how white guys don't deserve the MVP. Exactly. What an idiot. Yeah, like, no, how, I don't you like You just that go either. out and say that? No, and and J.J. really put him in his Ooh, place about that as well. Geez. So uh, hopefully that Stephen A. Smith kind of sits those guys down and says, <laughs> uh, don't be bringing this stuff on my show anymore. I'm always about stirring the pot. <laughs> stirring the, and Kendrick can do it really well. So, Oh, my God, what but, an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely don't like that. But, Went off a little bit of yeah. big dirt, perk, whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, when you, when you, you, when you command, you know, a certain, you know, excellence audience, uh, audience yeah. and all that kind of stuff that when, when you're, when you win back to back MVPs, they have to become another narrative that you right. don't deserve it. You're not doing as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with Joker, just keep doing what he's doing. It's, it's not, it's not flashy enough for everybody. I guess it's, it's not enough to be seven games up in the West averaging a triple double mm-hmm. and just playing every game yeah there, there needs to be another narrative so uh no <laughs> the one thing i did want to say is i think I, you're saying you're, you like the nuggets in this one. <laughs> <laughs> i do like the nuggets but the one nugget i wanted to get out was that the nets i'm really impressed with these guys um losing their two big stars in Kyrie sure. and kevin durant yep. They've been in turmoil for the last two and a half years exactly. ever since they started signing the big three yeah they never did uh, Katie. Oh, they signed him. But... I, I know, but they never did anything <laughs> yeah, for know, him. They never gelled. Know. But they're still sitting in sixth position in the mm-hmm. East, which is very good yeah. with a you know above five hundred record, thirty six and twenty eight. Um, and they really got a really nice piece from the Phoenix Suns, Mikhail Bridges, that okay. has had more thirty point games in like the last in the yeah. the fifteen games he played with yep. the Nets than the last five years with the Suns. You know, it's just giving you these go. younger players yeah. the spotlight for a little bit and giving them the reins to actually mm-hmm. go play their game. So I, I really like the Nets. They're a really nice young team now, but yeah. uh, they're running into a buzzsaw with the Joker and Jamal Murray. And they got to go to Denver to exactly. play. And it's a, kind of kind of a sleepy tip-off. You know, Sunday afternoon, 2.30 Sunday yeah. tip. Uh, they did just sign a seven-footer, right, Noel? Yeah, so, no, it was Noel. Yeah, I'll see how that goes for him. Uh, and I've also been impressed with Simmons. I mean, he catches so much flack. Yeah. But now he's, you know, they move him to center. They move him to point guard like... Who who else out there just gets flip flop like that? Well, you're the center tonight. Yeah. You're the point guard, and also he doesn't have a jump shot. Like we've just and he sits out every other game as well. So yeah, yeah. It, it's really tough to. Yeah, no, I don't believe he deserves as much flack as he gets. But uh, he's not helping himself sitting right. out games. That's true. And not helping himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, not being able to shoot the ball. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a uh, it, yeah. No, that would, you, that you, would help it, his case if yeah, he could make a jump shot. <laughs> the, the Nuggets are going to run away with this one, and I, I believe it will probably end up in a in a in a blowout. Yeah. So and that's another one that maybe. Maybe in-game type stuff when you start getting a feel for the game, yeah, you know, and let's say you're close to the Iowa border or whatever, and you can get over there and make it. Yeah, go. no doubt. <laughs> and you know you're rolling with the Nuggets. Yep. Go Nuggets. 
All righty. Well, that's the horn. That means we're up against it. So let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the IPA we got on display here. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, one of my favorites, just a solid, solid Indian pale ale. What do you got? Obviously, the Taco Beso. Obviously. As all year long. That Mexican lager, easy drinking, perfect for a tailgate, (laughs) during game, whatever the case may be, during a podcast. During a podcast. During a recording. It's all good. (laughs) Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, the Parley <laughs> Pounder. You know it. You know it. We're back. <laughs> yes, we are. And before we take a step forward, let's yeah. take a look back. Okay. We'll talk a little hits and misses from a week ago. Um, and you know where I got to start. Yeah. A little NCAA basketball. Yep. A little local matchup here. <laughs> I knew it. I was told I told I told you my Huskers yep. they could at least cover it. And it got up to like a 12, 11 and a half point spread before it tip. It did. And I was just licking my chest. I'm like, oh, they got that. Yeah. They got that in the bag. No, you were right. You came at me last <laughs> week saying that the Nebraska Cornhuskers <laughs> would cover against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. But little did we know they wouldn't just cover. Right. They beat them outright on senior day. In Iowa City, you love to see it. Go Huskers! Uh, you had so a basketball sweep and beat them in football. Yep, it's a Big good time. year. It's it was a good year. A, it was a good year. Good year for the Huskers good against year. Iowa. We got better corn. We got better <laughs> basketball, football. Yeah, better volleyball. <laughs> no, that was that was fantastic. And yeah. It didn't make sense. It was an awkward <clears throat> game. Uh, I think yeah. Iowa at one time. I think Iowa was out. Rebounding Nebraska thirteen to zero or something like that. Like yes. it was, it was a stark difference. They had like seven offensive rebounds compared to none. They would all their all their points come on cha- second chance points. Yeah, in three pointers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nebraska wasn't shooting particularly well. They're turning the ball over. Just playing hard. They just, just playing, playing hard. hard. And when it mattered most, could you believe it? The rest didn't give old Fran the call yeah, at the end. They there. gave the Huskers oh. a call in Iowa City. <laughs> it was very nice. I don't think it was such an outrageous call that everybody got up in arms about, but right. it was it was still a you know a, a late call that you know that had was, a lot of implications. That was a perfect example of you reap what you sow and yeah. on top of that, not just Fran being a horse's butt to the refs yeah. for his entire career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it all accumulating on that one play uh, but also the narrative that uh hoiberg draws charges yeah he earned that yeah no and, doubt and so by playing hard the whole game yeah and by and by getting mm-hmm. put himself in those positions and being known for drawing that type of a call so when in no doubt, doubt he's going to get that call yeah. we've seen it go against nebraska with holding penalties in football for a couple of years now but we too have earned that holding call by holding too much. Exactly. You know, game in and game. Like, you earn, you roll what <laughs> you do. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. And on that, I just thought it was pretty cool to finally see it turn around and, no and help the old skirts out. Now let's talk about some uh, fun little hits here. Well, we can talk about one more miss, kind of. Yeah. And we all kind of agreed on it. Uh, and it was over uh, Grasso in the UFC she just took care of business. Yeah, she did, Andy. And it, you know, we're talking about Valentina Shevchenko, obviously mm-hmm. in the in the women's title fight, co-main event, co-main event. Yep. And you know, Valentina Shevchenko, we told you she was such a, a you know huge heavy you know, favorite, favorite. Yeah, big that, favorite. That, that there was no actual 
value in betting on her. So we mm-hmm. kind of just brushed it off saying we're not going to bet on that. So we really didn't miss it because, right. you know, if we had to pick, we would have obviously picked Shevchenko. Right. But we told people to stay away from it because there's right. no value. Unless you're going to take Grasso on a total, you yeah. know, <laughs> flyer. Yeah. I mean, what was that, like plus 1,200 or something? Something like that. It, it was, was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, but but congratulations to her. Yeah. I thought it was wonderful how as soon as she got that submission, she yeah. almost started crying. Oh, for sure. That was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, no neat. doubt. When, you know, you're such a, you know, big underdog, when you mm-hmm. actually win that title fight, you know, it's just like a dream come true and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's really crazy, but I would – I kind of would hate to see this rematch because Shevchenko's going to come in with, <laughs> with vengeance and not let her do that again. So. Dana White wouldn't do that. Would yeah, he? He wouldn't they, they, it's already in the works. It's coming back. <laughs> well, let's t- talk about a couple of really fun hits we yeah. had with the UFC 285. Yeah, we did a really good job on this card, Andy. And for, you know, the biggest thing that we have to get out of the way is John Jones, mm-hmm. the goat's back. We mm-hmm. said it on the mm-hmm. air. He will beat Cyril yep. Gaon in, you know, what would the fight last? 20 seconds, 25 seconds? Yep. It, it was it was so fast. John Jones's head and shoulders above everybody. Yeah. It's uh it, it was so fun to see. And like we said, we threw that in a parlay with Cody Garbrandt and DDP. It all hashed it. Parlay w- pounder. W- w- parlay win. pounder. So that pounding the parlays. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. And you know, one of the bigger ones was we we ended with John Jones. We told people, look at that win by submission. Mm-hmm. That ended at a plus three fifty, Andy. And yeah. I just put twenty five bucks on it. Yeah. I just put twenty five bucks, and that returned eighty seven dollars to me. Ooh. So uh, you know. Cash, cash, cash. Green check, green check mark, green, green check, check mark. <laughs> so uh, yeah, those see. shots in the dark are really fun. So no, those are those are definitely my hits of the week, and it was a lot of fun to watch that. That, that was pretty awesome. That, yeah. That, when I was watching, I was I was just thinking like, oh my god, that hit, that, that hit, hit, that, that hit. hit. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about UFC Fight Night. Yeah. Saturday, March 11th, we have a five o'clock is when the main. Um, card starts. Yep. That is at the Virgin Hotels in Las Vegas, Nevada, United States. That's yep. the theater, they call it. The theater, the theater at, at the, the Virgin, Virgin Hotels, Hotels in Las Vegas. Yep. All right. Well, let's start with the heavyweight bout. Uh, yeah. Number eight contender in the world versus number 13 contender in the world, Alexander versus Alexander <laughs> Volkov versus Romanov. Yeah, Eddie, and this is, they have really good nicknames too. It's Alexander Drago uh, Volkov versus Alexander King Kong Romanov. <laughs> so it's uh, Drago versus King Kong. But uh, no, this is going to be a really fun one, Andy. Uh, like you said, both really, really up there in the heavyweight rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are these guys from Russia, Moldova? Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, in terms of grappling is where this line is sitting at, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volkov is at plus 135, Romanov at a minus 165 yep. being the favorite. In terms of grappling, that's why Volkov is not a, is an effective grappler. Yeah, yeah. But I always like to go on the eye test of their last fight, Andy. Okay. And, and the last time that Alexander Volkov squared up against Rosenstruck, it ended up winning his fight by a punch to the head in round one. Yikes. So Volkov's Ooh. coming off of a really good win. Uh Romano obviously faced uh, uh, Marcin Tarbera last time and was defeated in a majority decision in round three. So I really think that this line mm-hmm. should be flipped. So I'm taking Ooh. that plus money with Alexander Volkov at a plus 135. I just think he's on a better streak right now, and uh, this this could be a coin flip. So I'm going with the 
plus money. Plus money. Well, Volkov also has a lot more experience, if you want to call it. 35 and yeah. 10 is his professional UFC record compared to 16 and 1. Yeah. Uh, so if you had to give a slight, I mean, that can go the other way in a hurry. Yeah, no doubt that age is probably a reason that the line is mm-hmm. where it is as well. But he just knocked out Yazario Rosenstruck, which is one of the best fighters in the heavyweight division yeah. with one punch. So he can do the same thing to Romanov as well. He's a much bigger dude. No doubt. He's a much bigger dude. Uh, I think, I want to say, yeah, 6'7 compared to 6'2. Yep. Uh, 257 compared Five to 240. Reach. Yeah. Advantage. Yeah. So, uh, That's some knockout e- power there. <laughs> even, even though Romanov does have the better grappling, he's going to be able to keep that at bay with his reach, with his experience. And I think Volkov gets the win and, you know, shoots up the ladder a little bit here. All right. Well, should we talk about the main event? We got to. All righty. That is number two contender in the world. We've talked about this guy a couple of times. Yeah. Peter Jan, the Russian, yeah. taking on Merib Davalishia. The, <laughs> the machine. Num- the, from Georgia, the number three contender in the world. He's a heavy favorite, plus 210. Uh, Jan, minus 250 favorite is what I meant to say. Yeah, that. no doubt about it. Peter Yan heads into this one, Andy, uh, in desperate need of a bounce-back win. The former bantamweight champion Mm -hmm. has lost back-to-back outings. Both could have went the other way on the card. You you know which ones I'm talking about with Sean O'Malley by split decision, UFC Mm -hmm. 280. Uh, Standing in Yan's way, like we just said, is the machine. This guy does not get easy fights because he's so far up, you know, as the number two in in, in the world. Uh, he's rattled off eight straight victories, the machine has, and seven of those wins came by unanimous decision, which includes, uh, you know, his latest victory over probably the best bantamweight, uh, bantamweight of all time, Jose Aldo. So <laughs> this is just a Poor really, guy. really good, a really, really good matchup. Uh, but I, I just think that Jan needs this fight. I think he's. I think he's going to come in with a different mindset than he did against Sean O'Malley, and he's he just going to end this yeah. as, as fast as he can. This is really fun because the machine has really good takedown yeah. uh, averages and numbers, but then Jan has probably the best defense out there for sure in this weight. So you're you're kind of seeing a strength on strength type of a matchup. Yeah, exactly, Andy. And you know, I think Peter Jan also has the experience in five round fights. This is a main event, so it's going right, to be a five right. round fight. Uh, the machine really hasn't done any of that before. Peter Young lives for this stuff. So he, he just wants to get him past round three. He Well, he, he, he he's not scared of the moment is what I'm saying. He's been okay. in multiple main event fights his whole entire career. So I don't think the spotlight's too big for Young. I think it might be a little bit too soon mm-hmm. for the machine. And I think Peter Young gets out of here with a win. You got a parlay play? We got a little bit of time here? Yeah. Uh, obviously, I got to take my boy... Volkov, which at the plus money, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pair it with, you know. Starting out hot. <laughs> Starting with the plus money. And then I got to go with Peter Yan. Uh, it, it, you will. Just a two teamer here? Yeah, just a two teamer here, Andy, just because I don't like the card so much. Uh, you know, getting down into it, not a lot of fighters that are known. Uh, you, you just pair those two. Putting 25 on it to raise 50, I think is a good, <laughs> good, good, good pocketbook. You know, yeah, there you go. Right Dub- there. Double it up, double up. Double well, up. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the IPA, one of their classics. You got the Taco Vesa going of course, on over there? Always. One of their new classics, the Mexican lager that they're going to be rolling out here again yeah. this summer. Crisp, easy drinking lager. 
Nebraska Brewing Company, mm-hmm. world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Ooh, the parlay pounder. You got it. You got it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's March. It is. You know what that means? The madness. The NCAA basketball March madness. Yes. That is right. And we want to take a look a little into the future here. Yeah, a little, little crystal ball action here. Yeah, Andy. let's get into that final four because there's some pretty sweet-looking odds here depending yeah. who you're a fan of. Yeah, Andy, and the the two that jump out biggest to me, Andy, mm-hmm. are the Kansas Jayhawks at a plus 180 to make the final four in Alabama at plus 190 to make the final four. Both these teams mm-hmm. will respectively probably be number one seeds in their region sure. that I think will just carry it to the final four. I just think that these two have been, you know, the best overall teams in the nation. Uh, no, you know, no shade at Houston. I just yeah, yeah. don't think that they play the kind of competition that Kansas and Alabama Well, they do. don't. They don't. They don't. We talked about the Big 12, how stacked that exactly. is. Yeah. And the, the reason that I like Alabama so much is that right now it's looking like Purdue might be set as their number two, and mm-hmm. I do not think that Purdue is going to be that good going into the tournament. Uh. I think they're kind of frauds in that aspect, <laughs> um, just uh. kind of dropping games here and there, yeah. uh, just yeah. not being as consistent as a number two seed should be. Right. So I really like Kansas and Alabama. They're kind of hopping off the page to me. Um, and then, you know, dialing back a little bit, you got to look at UConn out of the Big East at a plus 360. And then the last one that I want to talk about is obviously the Creighton Blue Jays at yeah. a plus 700. I really like the Creighton Blue Jays. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer. Yeah. Uh, I think they are built to win in March. I think this is the best team they've had in a ever. Yeah, maybe ever. Uh, having that seven footer is a difference maker. First uh, team all Big, Ten, uh, Big East. Big East, yep. Uh, and that's what you need to win in the Big East. And we've seen how good the Big East does, yeah. especially recently in the tournament. Very. And all those teams have great guards and good big men. And, and Creighton has that. Yeah. Creighton has that in a big way. Great guard play, great center play, and then shooters. That's what you need yep. to win the NCAA tournament. They're kind of so. a fun team. Like Kaluma, oh, too. Yeah. Like he's, he's just that he's uh, streaky, streaky but, but he's that guy who can go get you a tough board. He can make you a tough shot. Like you don't know what you're going to get. Same with Baylor Shireman. Yep. Same, well, same player. Baylor, you know you're going to get 10 rebounds. Exactly. Nine rebounds. But whatever. You, you never know, know he's going to be streaky, but yeah. you know he's going to be jacking it up. So, yeah. no, they, they are <laughs> yeah, such oh, yeah. a fun team, Andy. And at that plus 700 to make the Final Four, it's not to win the championship. Yeah. It's not to win the championship. So you 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 know you take a you know uh-huh. a few points back from that. But it would be so fun to watch this Creighton team ride that. So I'm jumping on that plus seven hundred for sure. I like that a lot, and I'm kind of surprised that uh, Alabama is such low value. There, I mean, it's still plus money. But yeah. what you say, like, plus one eighty five is what you're looking plus at. Plus one ninety like, right now. Oh man, I don't know. It, it's just that they're going to be a number one seed, Andy, and you know they're going to get Cleveland State. Right, right sure. off the bat. I mean, I get that. And then they're, you know, probably. I just think that they're going to have such a favorable schedule to mm-hmm. the Final Four and being with Purdue at that number two spot in their region. Depending on conference okay. championships, I just think they have the easiest way to it. So, I mean, that's why that that value is just not, sure. not there as much because no we're all projecting that they're probably going to have an easier path than maybe exactly. the other three. Yeah, no, I don't uh, think that ones. they 
are you know one of the better teams. And I mean, obviously they are one of the better teams, but sure. uh, I obviously think Kansas, UCLA, uh, and UConn are better than Alabama straight up. Yeah, I, I really like how UCLA has been playing as of late. No and, doubt. And Kansas has pretty much had it going all year long. I mean, they drop one game and everyone's like, oh, Kansas is falling off. Like, <laughs> in we the do Big this, 12. We in do the this Big 12. every year. Yep, like, oh, exactly. Kansas, oh my God, they lost two games this year. Yeah. Uh, and so, and their value wasn't that good either, but that's once again good reason because they're probably going to just ride that number one seed all the way to the final four. Exactly, Andy. And then if you're, you know, if you're biting off your limbs trying to get some value on Kansas Jayhawks, look no further. Mm-hmm. We're going to the championship to win the championship. Kansas Jayhawks is the third third best odds at plus yep. eight hundred. So mm-hmm. if you think, hey, you can go back to back plus eight hundred, that's pretty good. Shop it around. Obviously, yeah. you, you know, you probably find this at plus a thousand. You know, in, I'm looking at plus eight fifty. There you go. Uh, you know, so. So uh, that's a really good line for the Kansas Jayhawks. But, you, you know, anything can happen in March. Oh, yeah. And that's where I look at the Gonzaga. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, they, Miller North. Miller North win, in the they're, house. They, they're going to win the conference championship. <laughs> but they, they, everybody's, like, forgetting about them like they're not uh, – you know they're they're not a perennial perennial top three seed in the tournament exactly. You know they're a plus four fifty to make the final four, and I think that is a very very yeah. good bet, Andy. It's just because people remember them losing early a couple of times exactly. in a big way when they had big expectations. But they've been really good in the tournament the last four or five years. No doubt. they've gone and, on runs, and they have the, one of the best coaches in the nation. Yep. And Drew Timmy has been yeah. in the tournament every single. Year of his career, and he might win yeah. most outstanding player of the whole freaking yeah. tournament. That's so. a great point because I think people just forget he even exists because exactly. he's just been there forever. It, it, and he came back. He, he came, came back. back to yep. Unfinished business, and yep. I think they're going to make some noise in the tournament. So look at that Gonzaga line at plus four fifty to make the final four. But if you really want to get wild with it, Gonzaga sitting there at a plus two thousand to take down the whole dance. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, just a guy from Nebraska that's? Loves basketball, yeah. loves this time of year. So you bet on Gonzaga and Hunter Salas, right? The no Miller doubt. North product, uh, playing big minutes, making big shots making big uh, for shots. the Bulldogs. Uh, then you bet on Kansas. Then you bet on Creighton to make around. <laughs> I mean, you could really be glued. Like, you can just spread the wealth a little bit. And that's you, the whole thing with the March Madness tournament, Andy. And that's the reason I do it is just spread the wealth a little bit. <laughs> you know, these are so good alliance that, you know, look, look at somebody as good as, you know, Creighton to win the championship is at a plus 35. 500. Will yeah. it happen? Pro- you know, no, probably, most, not. probably, probably not. not. But K State's still sitting right there at plus 3,500 too, yeah. and they've been there before as well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really like a, a whole bunch of plays here, and uh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Even Purdue's at plus 1,200, plus 1,400 to take it down, or yeah. just to make just to make the championship game. Yeah. Now, you, I mean, we're projecting they're probably going to be a two, three. Maybe even a four seed. Yeah, uh, but we also know that they can win in spots. Like it's so wide open. Yeah, like Zach, it always is. Yeah, uh, their big guy Zach Eady is obviously yeah. one of the best players in the nation, yep. and that's going to go a long way in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever they get, you know, matched up against in those first couple games is going to be so undersized compared yep. to Purdue. So uh, I, like I said, I kind of threw some shade at him earlier. I'm not saying that they can't. 
win mm-hmm. this tournament. I'm just saying that I don't like him as much as other teams. You mentioned the Cougars, yep. Houston, the uh, Samsonites, right? Yeah, uh, Samson. Um, and he's done a phenomenal job. Training For that sure. Pro- Everywhere he's been, he's won. He just gets himself in trouble. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Houston. But they're at a plus <clears throat> 600 right now just yeah. to make the title game. You don't like that? No, I, I really don't. They're going to be a one seed. I know they're going to be a one seed, Andy, but that means if you're trying to make the title game, you're going to have to you know, run up against a, non, a number two seed and a number one seed to get to the championship. So I, I just don't think Houston has the body of work. To, I, I think they deserve the number one overall seed. I believe that they do. They they, okay. they proved it all year long. I don't believe that happens. I think Kansas is going to win the Big 12 championship mm-hmm. and then be overall number one seed, which probably is the right move mm-hmm. for the committee to go just yeah. because of that blue blood you know schedule so no i do not like houston i i think that they might drop in the second or third round it, it's funny that you know i think a lot of people feel the same way as you do right now it's just it's interesting that the betting lines are still sitting there yeah no doubt you know where they are still the overall they're at plus 600 Alabama's right behind them at plus 750. And then Kansas is in third, like you mentioned, yeah. at plus 800, 850, just to make the title game, not not take it all down. Yeah, no, I would much rather go with the proven product that I know played in the Big 12 all year long, played in the SEC yeah. all year long, yep. played in the Big 10 all year long. That's yep. the kind of team that I'm looking for to make it to the title game and take it all down. Should we talk? We got a little bit of time. Should we touch on NBA futures? Yeah, let's We've do it. We've talked about it a bit before. Out in front, it seemed like it's been this way the entire season. Boston Celtics, I'm looking at anywhere between plus 320, plus 300. Yeah, Andy, and they deserve this, obviously. They've been one of the best teams, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. only in the East, but all of the NBA the last couple years. Uh, You know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, all these guys, uh, Marcus Smart, uh, they're just a really, really good team. They mesh well together, and they know how to play together. Milwaukee right behind them, you know, pretty much the same odds across the board. Maybe a little bit more value at, you know, plus 400, plus 475. Yeah. You obviously like the championship DNA with Giannis and Chris Middleton as mm-hmm. well. I in, like that. in the holiday, but the the big one that I'm that's jumping off the page. We were talking yeah. about it earlier <laughs> segment. The Phoenix Suns yeah. sitting at plus four sixty, anywhere to plus five hundred to take down the championship. We just said it. They have an all star team. I mean, yeah, CP three, yeah. KD, yeah. Aiton, Booker, and you know they they got really good bench pieces as well. And, uh, you know, KD wants another ring. CP3 wants his first ring. So I think this is the big value. But, you know, I got to go with my homers as well. Denver Nuggets sitting right there at plus 700. Yeah. Nikola Jokic, best player in basketball right now. Um, And, you know, it's just good value. That's what I'm looking at is the Nuggets at plus 700. Phoenix Suns, it's kind of surprising to me. I know it's a superstar league, and they have the most superstars that still play at that superstar level. Um, but it's still kind of surprising to me that they've shot all the way up to number three overall favorite uh, to <laughs> yep. make the championship or to take it all down. No uh, I just feel like there's a certain level of you need to be together for a certain amount yeah, of time before longer. you can gel. Like even even Miami when they got their first big three and they had a whole season together. Yeah, they weren't able to beat Dallas. Yeah, couldn't beat <laughs> Dirk. Couldn't beat Dirk. <laughs> couldn't beat Dirk. So um, I I understand why Phoenix is at the spot that they're at. They're going to draw a lot of attention, and they should. They got like I said, they got the superstars. Yeah. But I still, if I'm going to get out on a future, I like Boston. I like Milwaukee, and then I like the Nuggets. And that they're on the opposite end of my argument here. It is their time. Yeah. They have been together for a number of years. No doubt. They have been knocking on the Everybody's door. Everybody's healthy now. Everybody's healthy. They they are the except for now the Suns, they were the first, you know, 
number one contender out of the West. Out of the West, yeah. And I still like them there. And they're going to get the number one overseas due to record. Yeah, no no doubt. And so you, want, you, want somebody, you want somebody in a future that's going to be a high seed in the playoffs yeah. and going to be there in that conference championship game to give you a chance to get in that yep. final. And that is definitely Denver. Uh, you know, just a mm-hmm. couple just a couple uh, you know dark horses that I want to throw in there, Andy, on each side of the spectrum there. It's okay. the Philadelphia 76ers sitting at that plus 1,600. Okay. Obviously, right. Joel Embiid yep. and James Harden, you know, two superstars that okay. have that been on the cusp, been yep. in the championship uh-huh. game, losing nail biters. And then the other side of that coin is the L.A. Clippers yeah, with Paul George, with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> and now a new, newly acquired Russell Westbrook that yep. looks rejuvenated and ready to roll. So I like those two teams for the value at plus 1,600 and plus 1,900 for a long shot. I, I, I agree mm. with you uh, across the board on that one. Yeah. You heard the horn there, so that means we're up against it. I also like one more point on those yeah. nuggets. They're also going to have Game 7 at home. Yeah, for sure. If it comes to Game 7 to a Western Conference Finals, they'll get that Game 7 at home. I think that is huge it in is. the NBA because how many of these, when you got two teams like that, come down to Game 7 and who's at home? It's who's at home. So, in in uh, Denver, Ball Arena there, I was just there. It gets loud. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, they've been damn good last yeah, few years. it's good. All right, give me the Nuggets, and I will buy into your L.A. Clippers, which I think I said a week ago or maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I kind of like the new-look Clippers. And what the heck, 76ers. Um, they're another one of those teams that they're probably due. Yeah. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron. Oh, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. You got it. Ooh. Hey, man, and you've been hot smoking yeah, those parlays later. Sure. Put them out there yeah. and just reeling them in left yes, and sir. right. Yes, sir. I mean, that's just another reminder why people need to follow us on Twitter, need to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Need if, to. If they want these daily picks yeah. and everything else we have to offer throughout the week, yeah. you got to get on board. No, exactly. We get those shorts out you know, earlier mm-hmm. before the weekend starts, and they're really just good nuggets to go into the weekend with those betting yeah. lines. To see where you should be, what you should be looking at, right. and you know, depend. You know, you don't have to agree with us or anything, but it's a good way to know what's going on this weekend and to know if you want to tail us or fade us. You know, my favorite is when somebody else kind of puts themselves out there and they'll they'll reply with like a clown emoji. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I get it. Right on. We're yeah, I'm sure. a clown. I get it. Um, but you did that after the fact, yeah, after exactly. the game. So after come on, the game's hey, played. If you're gonna get after me, man, that's all good. But like. <laughs> Before rules, tip, before rule, yeah, tip off. R- rules of the game are before the tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, please subscribe to the Twitter and uh, YouTube channel, please. No doubt. All right, so let's talk some golf here. Yeah. We got the Players' Championship <laughs> yeah. coming up right here, right now from TPC Sawgrass, one of the ultimate uh, iconic courses out yeah. there. Love that one 17th the hole, the island. Uh <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Man, I wish I could get on that course. No, but... man, that would be so awesome to play. <laughs> Pretty cool. But we're we're talking all sorts of odds here, aren't we? Yeah, Andy. Uh 
you know, with with the golf tournament, there's so many things that you can get onto. You know, the outright winner, the top five winner, top ten. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. You know, you can do props if you want to miss or make cut, all that kind of stuff. I mean, ton uh, of lie game stuff. I mean, yeah. you got four days of betting. Four days of betting. <laughs> so, uh, what we're pretty much looking at here is futures to win, yeah, yeah. to get top ten, to get top five. So, uh, the, where I'm going to st- uh, start off, Andy, is the overall, you know, best odds to win the tournament right now is Roy McIlroy. Yeah, Roy. And Plus nine hundred to take down the whole yeah. thing. Plus two thirty to make top five, mm-hmm. and plus one twenty to make top ten. He's so hot right now. Rory is. is so hot right he now. He is. As, uh, so it's not surprising to me that no. he's there, and he's won this tournament before. Exactly. And so he, he'll he'll be pretty much the most popular player to bet on all yeah. week, which he should be. But he, he's kind of had a mixed bag at TPC Sawgrass mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the years. He won in two thousand nineteen here, yeah. but has missed two cuts in his last. Four efforts as yeah. well, so you got to be a little bit, you know. It's an unforgiving course. It is. You're either in the middle of the fairway or in the water. You're in the swamp. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> he's obviously trending in the right. You know, following a second place finish last week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah. So he is playing very good golf. So that's where you see this line come from. So that is a very good bet right there for. Rory to win it outright, but where I would look at is that top 10 finish for Rory uh-huh. at still plus money at that plus 120 yeah. that I really, really like Rory to finish in the top 10. Yeah, that, that looks pretty solid, and I think another guy that's just solid across the board, top 5, top 10 finishes John Rahm. No doubt about it, Andy. I mean, I think he he's just... Like our uncle would always say, they're, they're unconscious at some points. Yeah. And, and just feels to me like he'll put together two or three rounds every weekend. And that's why he's one of the overall favorites, too, number three overall. He's only at a plus uh, 1,000 yeah. to win it outright. Exactly. Plus 250, top five, plus 125, top 10. Yeah, Andy. Kind and, of the same numbers. Right. And John Rahm returned to earth last week with a 39th place finish, mm-hmm. but he's still the hottest golfer in the PGA Tour. Yeah. He's made the cut in all five appear- appearances at the Players' Championship, including two top 10 finishes. He plays well here, folks. Yeah. So this is a very good one if you're looking at that top five to top 10 pick for John Rahm. And mm-hmm. if you want him to win outright, I'm not going to I'm not gonna balk at it. Uh, you don't like any back-to-backs here with Cameron Smith? Uh, no, he not won it really. last year. Yeah. He won it last year shooting a, a, a 13 under. It's it's kind of what have you done for me lately? Uh, <laughs> with, with Cam Smith, I obviously like him, but uh, no, I, I do not think a back to back winner is, is in the cards for Cam Smith. Uh, yeah, no, he is pretty far down the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for forget about that. Uh, do you have any long shots, though, that you do maybe want to take a look yeah, at? Yeah, well, I don't think this is a, too much of a long shot, but uh, Jason Day at a plus 2,800 yeah, to take yeah, this yeah. down. Yep. Day is on a hot streak with uh, five top 10 finishes this year, yep. Andy. Yep. This year alone. He's also won this event in 2016 and mm-hmm. has had two top 10 finishes since then. Yeah. Uh, the 35-year-old is back to playing you know, a similar level that we, you know, we consistently yeah. have seen him play. Yep. So I really like that line with Jason Day, uh, especially that we know that he can finish in the top five here. Right. I think that's the very good at plus 600. No, Jason Day, there's a lot of people talking about Jason Day right now, and for good reason. All the things that you just mentioned, I like that he's won this event before. Of course. And, of course, you just said, uh, well, what have you done for me lately? Oh, he's done a lot of things for sure. lately. So it's kind of a perfect storm of – he plays really well. He plays really good on Bermuda grass. Yes, which he that's does. What, that's what this is. Yep. Obviously, winning, <laughs> you know, back in 2016, 
Was it? it was 2016, right? 2016. Yep, yep. With a 15 under. 15 under, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, how he's just been playing the last four, five tournaments. I don't think you're going to catch much uh, flack with that. And, I mean, his his odds are, aren't anywhere near Rory's. No. I mean, he's at plus 2,800. That's so good To value. take it down. That's so good value, especially with a guy, yeah. like you said, has won here before, plays really good on Bermuda. One thing I was going to say yeah. about John Rahm, Andy, and I don't want to, you know, nag on him a little bit, but it's worth noting that Rahm seems to struggle a little bit with Bermuda grass, which could limit his ceiling for hmm. this week. So hmm. just a little nugget of information that I, I think, you know, has a little bit of relevancy playing on Bermuda here at TBC Sawgrass. Uh. Well, Cameron Smith. Yeah, I was trying to find his number. We can't get it because he's part of Live Golf now. He's a he's a Live guy. <laughs> so there will be. I forgot about that. Yeah, there'll be no such thing as a repeat this year. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you can't get you better. Can't get on yeah, there. Worse odds than zero. So yeah, you don't even have a line on that one. So don't worry about it, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. You know, I have a I have a long shot guy. Let's do it. I mean, big time. Let's, I want to hear it. He's always been one of my favorites. I just think it's insane that he's he's like, well, do I do motocross? Do I do this? Do I do that? <laughs> Heck yeah. Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. My boy. I mean, he fell off. He was 185th world ranking, uh, just totally just fell off. Yeah. But he's been climbing up ever since he bottomed out there. Yeah. He's gotten himself all the way up to 71st o- overall now. And his last five finishes, he's got, what, one, two, three, four, four top 20 finishes out of his last five tournaments. Yeah. Uh, so he's earning this ranking. He's also won this tournament, okay? So yeah. he's a return winner. He won this back in 2015. He has. So I, I like the the past success, and I also, going back to what you said, what have you done for me lately? Well, Ricky Fowler is climbing the ladder. He's getting better and better and better. Uh, all the, <laughs> uh, the only thing that could really hurt him is out of the tee-off box. He's got to hit fairways, and that's just something that he – doesn't always consistently do. Yeah. Not as good as the big dogs, but that's also why, let's see here, that's why his odds kind of favor into what I want uh, to see here. Yeah. You, you know, like, okay, that's Ryan Fox at plus 20,000. So I, just for all those reasons and these insane lines here on Ricky, give me a Ricky Fowler. Yeah, Andy. Just just a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you know, bet responsibly, obviously. Uh, one thing I like with Ricky Fowler, Andy, is his line to make the cut is sitting right there at a minus 210, which, mm. you know, it's not the greatest value, but no. I, I think he has a really good shot of hitting this. But that's telling you people think he's going to do well here. For sure. That's what that's telling me. Exactly. So I, re- I do really like him uh, to, to, uh, to make the cut in this in this golf tournament, so yeah, definitely wouldn't be surprised with uh, Ricky Fowler. One one just real long shot that I want to do, Andy. Okay, is Adam Scott to take this whole thing down? Ooh, whoa, Adam Scott, Adam Scott. at a plus nine thousand, Andy. <laughs> uh, okay, Adam Scott loves okay. TPC Sawgrass. Uh-huh. He's third in strokes gain total over the last five years, which includes three top twelve finishes. He missed the cut a year ago, but I'm throwing last year out, given the tough conditions. The 42-year-old has a few events where he has always seemed to be in contention. Mm. And with his, you know, favorable to TPC Sawgrass, yeah, yeah. I really see uh, this is just, you know, 
you know, a five ten dollar bill to throw on this plus nine thousand. Yeah, and if he goes on a run and he's there on Sunday, well, it's nothing but fun. Yeah, and, and that's kind of all I'm hoping for for Ricky here. Five yeah. ten dollar bet. Yeah, uh, go play your butt off for me, buddy. Yeah, exactly, Andy. And with with Ricky Fowler, I was looking for this. Plus you know, sixty five hundred is his to take it down. So plus six thousand five hundred. Yeah, is is where he's at overall. And uh, just to finish in the top twenty, Andy, which I think he has a very very good mm-hmm. shot of doing. Ricky Fowler yeah. is at a plus two fifty, Andy. So Ooh, so he, there you go. Just in the top twenty, Andy, in which I really think Ricky can do. Yeah. Um, as well as um, Adam Scott, which is sitting right there at a plus. 250 as well. So those are two really good ones to finish in within the top 20 that I think are really, really good value plays for anybody that's looking to bet on that this weekend. Out of Ricky's last nine tournaments, I just looked it up here, he's only missed the cut once. And he yep. also has a top six and a second place finish within those nine tournaments. And that also includes a top 10, a top 11, and a top 20 finish. Yeah. So I think I think that is great value right there. Top 20, Ricky Fowler. Okay, fine. I'm going to put another 20 on him. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> just the top 20. I think that's a really good play. But if we, you know, we're kind of running out of time here. But what I really want to see is I'm going to put my money on R- Rory McIlroy to win yeah. this. He, yeah. he, need, he's, he wants this player's championship. He wants to show that he is the best player on this circuit. Okay. Overall, I think this is a great way to do it. I think Rory's taking this tournament down. Rory's going to take it down. Uh, I talked about John Rahm, but for all the reasons that you brought up, uh, it's really tough to take him. I'll take JT as my overall okay. favorite. Justin Thomas, give it to me. Plus, Plus 2,000. 2, yep, but he's a, I mean, he's been playing just as high as anyone. For sure. So, and then he's uh, he's amongst the leaders right now. He's going to be tipping our uh, team up late I like on it. Thursday here. I like it, Andy. So, there we go. Justin Thomas for my overall favorite. You like Rory. My long shot is Ricky Fowler, and you're going with the other fellow. Yes, I am. And Andy, if there is time, could I throw in a parlay here? That's the horn. We're up against it, but that means, yes, we have enough time for a parlay. I have a top finish parlay. (laughs) I got Rory McIlroy inside the top five. I got Scotty Scheffler inside the top ten. And I got Ricky Fowler inside the top 20 at a plus (laughs) 2,000. I'm putting $25 on this to win $525. I think it's going to hit. It's going to be fun to watch. You know, I wish I could tell you something right now, but I can't. (laughs) I like it. I like it. You can't. (laughs) You measured it up. I measured it up. I'm going to get him on that one. All right. I love that. You got a a top five, a top Top 10, 10, and and a top top 20. 20. Uh, Parlay them together for a plus 2,000. All right, well, there you go with the Parlay Pounder, and he's been on a heater, <laughs> folks. You better listen to him. Well, that'll about do it for us this week. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-City Radio on their Facebook page. We're also on Twitter, as we mentioned, and our YouTube channel is catching a lot of traction right yeah. now. Also have some daily picks on TikTok. Just look up WTL Sports Betting, and you will find us. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been W. T L. <laughs>